We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go out to the uh, Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Let's go to our main man, John Dickinson. He'll be at the game on Sunday. I think he should have been in Philly by now. Had a little delay, but I don't want to divulge too much of his personal itinerary. What's up, J.D.? What's going on, fellas? Yeah, no, I was supposed to land in in Philadelphia at about 2.45 Pacific time, so I I should Mm. be in the air right now approaching Philadelphia, but uh, got the notification late last night from uh, an airline that's been much maligned over the course of the last month that uh, that that flight was canceled uh, due to some weather issues in Chicago, so uh, made some different arrangements, and I'm actually going to be on a red eye tonight, so I'll be doing Warriors Live and Warriors Wrap-Up before and after the game from Chase tonight and then right to SFO for a red eye to Philadelphia and uh, looking forward to it and, and, and ready to roll. So I apologize for being a little bit late. There was a little hotel issue that I was trying to get squared away with my late arrival, but uh, everything is good and I, I couldn't be more excited to be covering the game for the game on Sunday. Should be fun. Well, it sounds, J.D., like you're overcoming adversity the way the 49ers are trying to do that this weekend. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, look, this is going to be the toughest game they've had since the Kansas City game, which obviously was was their last loss. I don't think there's there's much doubt about it going all the way back to October the 23rd. And, and I don't know what you guys have, have thought, but one thing that I've kept in mind, and I know we've discussed it a lot, the three of us off the air, I just don't think the Niners, just as a starting point, I don't think they've faced an environment like the environment that they're going to face in Philadelphia with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line really all season. They, they've had kind of a week, and it's not the opponent or, or that they're not talented enough or good enough to win, but, I mean, just in terms of going into hostile environments, I mean, how, how many games in hostile environments have they really had? I've covered five road games this year. Seattle's probably the closest thing. And I know a lot of their players and Trent Williams among them talked about the ability to operate, silent count, and all of that, communicate in, in Seattle. And if you can do it in Seattle, you can do it anywhere. But an edgy, hostile, Philly, Super Bowl on the line crowd, the Niners haven't faced anything close to it. And I was in Seattle, and, and Seattle wasn't Seattle from the past when it was a lot louder, and they really believed that their team you know, had a shot to do something special against the 49ers, and, and maybe the rivalry was a little bit more 
more heated uh, than it was on that December the 15th. So uh, I think that's just kind of the, the starting point before you get into the matchups is this is going to be this is going to be something and, and something that may be a little bit jarring to the 49ers, I think, early in the game until they settle in. Yeah, John Dickinson joining us. Uh, he'll be in Philadelphia for Sunday's Eagles 49er game. I just think that, look, this is these are two really good teams. And, and I'll just throw this at you because this is kind of what, what, where I came out uh, talking about today is, you know, if, if, like, we, you can't minimize what it would be if Brock Purdy can get a victory against the Philadelphia Eagles on the road with eight pro games under his belt as a seventh-round pick against a, against a team with a quarterback who's having an MVP type of year playing at home. Like, when you, put, when you think about it like that, it, it, it feels more daunting maybe than it really is. Um, but that's why I just I lean Philly a little for one reason, where the game is. Yeah, and it's two evenly matched teams. And and look, you're talking about an all-timer story. Exactly. You're talking about an, all, talking about an all-time story if if Purdy's able to to elevate this team or or even if he's not able to elevate, even if he just does the minimum and they're able to run the ball and they play excellent defense and and they get a lead, they force some turnovers and when it doesn't matter how they do it, really. I mean, Pur- Purdy right. will get the credit for doing something that that has never been done before. When you talk about a, a rookie quarterback going to a Super Bowl and, and having the potential to to win it, so so yeah, I I think you know the, the uh, atmosphere in Philadelphia is something that I think could be a little bit jarring. The rookie quarterback, even though Brock Purdy's probably played as well as any rookie quarterback could possibly be expected to play to this point. Like, I I feel like the Niners are in position, guys. They're in the best possible position any team could be to go in and win the game, but they still might not win the game because Philadelphia is really good, and they may have a couple little advantages here or there that that wind up being the difference. Well, J.D., that's why if we're talking about the quarterbacks, I contend that Brock Party does not need to be great on Sunday. I think that Jalen Hurts with what Philadelphia likes to execute offensively, he needs like he's going to have more, he's going to fill out the stat sheet more than Brock Purdy does. But where I think Brock Purdy does need to be better than Hurts would be in those those third down situations, in the red zone, cashing in on opportunities because they may not get as many as they did even against a defense like Dallas. How do you view the quarterback sort of matchup as far as Purdy, Hurts. I know they're both extensions of their offense. Hurts is they maybe an MVP runner-up. Purdy hasn't lost a game. Do you think Brock Purdy needs to be better than Jalen Hurts for the Niners to win this football game? Not necessarily, but what I think he has to do is is settle in quickly. Yeah. You know, I, I, he was a little amped in the Seattle game. I think he's got to settle in quickly, and I think he's got to avoid the, the catastrophic mistake. I mean, I think this game really does come down to turnovers. When the Niners get the turnover advantage, they win. When they don't, I, I think they have to win the turnover battle, or at least be even in the turnover battle to win this game. Like I don't see a scenario where they're, and a lot of that may be. Purdy, who, let's be honest, as exceptionally well as he's played, there have been some balls that he, he's put up there that could have been turnovers that haven't been turnovers. If, if maybe one of those plays in a key moment 
is caught by the defense, if he puts it out there for him, it could lead to a, a flip, especially depending upon you know the timing in the game. As far as separating that from Jalen Hurts, because I think if, if Purdy can avoid the turnover and continue to settle in quickly and do what he's done, then I think he'll be fine. Like I, I think he'll be calm, but you can't have your mistake early put you in a position where you're in trouble as the game goes on or have to do extra to maybe make up for it as the game goes on. The Hurts deal for me, guys, is, is just his style of play. And, and and their offensive line and their ability to run the football and their talent in the wide receiver position and the tight end position and his ability to use his legs to beat defenses, whether it's designed runs or RPOs or zone read or ability to just, oh, guys are covered, there's a lane, I'm taking off and picking up a first down. That, to me, and and I'm sure you've talked about it a lot, and guys, you've talked about it all week, is and has been the 49ers' kryptonite. And, And I think Philadelphia looks at other teams that have been able to beat the 49ers defense and believe that they can do it with the with the mobile quarterback and so to me that's you know Hertz probably is set up to have a, a better game but but the 49ers are going to have to slow down the ability of, of him to make those plays with his legs I think there's some similarities between the way Philly runs their offense and the way Atlanta runs their offense I know the Niners were depleted injury depleted in that game so it's not the same team that's going to play on that field in Philly on, on Sunday after Afternoon that, that played in Atlanta back in October, but they, there's a lot of similar, you know, things in terms of scheme, only with a lot more talent than than Marcus Mariota and and what the Falcons were putting out there that could make the Niners a little bit vulnerable. JD, last one. Um, can you compare? Dallas's defense with the Eagles' defense. I know they're both really, really good, but what kind of makes each one of them different? Yeah, I mean, I the, you know, I think the defensive line, top to bottom, for 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 Philadelphia is is better. Uh, I, I think you know they'll have an ability you know to to try and sell out to to stop the run. They're they're good at, at getting to the quarterback. You know, they're they're good at, at you know getting you know quarterbacks off schedule and making hurrying them into some poor decisions. Uh, they're a little bit older. I think top to bottom than than the Dallas defense, maybe a little less physical. I know that was a question that came up as far as uh, you know. George Kittle was asked about the the physicality and 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 how violent the game was going to be. And and I think the Eagles are viewed though as one of the few teams, and and Dallas is is another one of these teams, but one of the few teams that could match the 49ers' physicality and and the way that 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 they play. So I, I think it's pretty formidable, uh, honestly. Uh, you know, top to bottom, the depth, the the talent level uh, and again they're going to have the home field advantage in this one so how does the Niner offensive line hold up are there communication issues are there issues getting the play in are there protection issues that could be caused I, I think the start of this game is really important I, I don't see the 49ers coming back from more than one score down in in this game and winning it so I think they've got to be able to settle in and be right there with the Eagles at a minimum you know Late in the first quarter, early in the second quarter. If it, if it goes awry early, you want to make sure it's it's ten to ten or fourteen to fourteen or seven to seven, whatever it is. You're right there with them and feel like the game has calmed down by about that 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 ten minute mark, say of of the second quarter. JD, travel safe and uh, probably talk to you Monday after the game. 
All right, looking forward to it, guys. Have a great show. Yes, right, sir. JD. It's John Dickinson. He'll be in Philadelphia on Sunday uh, for the game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.